0: Monday, May 22nd, episode 50 five 0 of the Teddy Roosevelt Show is coming your way right now. First topless lakeside episode of 2023. I have been topless before. Ladies, don't get too excited in the first 30 seconds. I have been topless in Arkansas and other places on a hot, sunny day, but this is the first one I've had my shirt off outside. I'm down here by Brushy Creek Lake. Um, just surrounded by a gorgeous array of wildflowers, including Indian paintbrushes, on this magical Monday. I've spent a lot of time in the car in Chicago and researching corrupt criminals in the Austin City government here. Folks, if you're not following me on Twitter, you're going to want to make sure you bookmark it or follow me right now at underscore Teddy Roosevelt. And then, of course, the substacks, teddybroosevelt.substack.com. A couple giant announcements. Launched a website since I've been back. I mean, dude, since I was last on the podcast, I moved to Chicago. 1,150 miles and moved back. 1,180 miles because I had to take a detour in Joplin, Missouri to get some rec cannabis coming back to texas i have a mind-blowing revelation do you know that thca hemp nuggets sold legally here in texas get you just as high as the real shit that's right i could i'm gonna write a post write something about it it's one of the biggest shocking revelations ever so already got about 10 tangents we've got to bring all back together here but um a couple big announcements off the top of the dome launched a website that Longtime Teddy listeners will remember I had up last August. Just launched it for that Urban Alchemy story. Bam. And then just, I I just was like, Austin sucks after they gave Urban Alchemy the gig. So, AustinTexasTimes.com is back in full effect. Had to launch it because here's what I realized, folks. I moved to Chicago People are like, why? It was it was business. It was finance. Do you remember this guy, Tony, from episode 47 or 48 when my dear close friend Charlotte from Phoenix was on and we were telling the Woody Harrelson stories and being in Sundance and blah, 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 and Tony was one of my best friends. Kept in touch with him for 20 years. He was in Mexico for 10 years. I hadn't seen him for over a decade, but my car was running weird, power steering, i didn't have a ton of savings. I was like, man, I, got, I gotta I got figure out how to make a ton of money so I can do Teddy Roosevelt stuff full time. And I've been doing a lot of traveling lately, just dude, not sure what I was gonna do next with my life. A lot of people are afraid to say that. I was like, I don't know what I wanna do next. But I, I, I can read the Bible, you know, out in the, by the Grand Canyon for a week and I know that'll make me feel better and get some sun. So, already feeling way better with the vitamin D. It's only uh, eight minutes into it, maybe. Five minutes, what? Three minutes into it, I already feel better, folks. If you're just going out in the sun with shorts and a t-shirt, your forearms, what, the top of your forearms and maybe the back of your calves might get a little sun? No, man, I'll tell you what. When I was in Arizona, one of the most amazing revelations I made, went up in the woods, there's no one around for miles. So I'm up in the mountains. My buddy was telling me about like people tanning their taint, like the area between your your balls and your and your ass, like and I thought it was like an urban legend. There people are just like, "Yeah, I want to see people in um upside down child's pose or whatever it is where you're 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 holding your knees." Dude, I'm telling you, think about how many American men, their ass has never been exposed to the sun. Your gluteus maximus, I believe that's the biggest muscle in our bodies is our butt. So, how many American men have never, I never, I can't remember. Dude, I've never been to a nudist colony here. I haven't been out to hippie hollow. Um, I just go, dude, I'm, I'm getting in my bare nakedness right now up in the, and just air bathing Dude, I'm telling you. I, I mean, it was the first time my ass—I was careful with the genital region. First time my ass had ever been exposed to the sun. It felt like someone gave me a shot of MDMA in my ass. MDMA is the uh, chemical name for Molly or what we used to call ecstasy back in the '90s, kids. Um, so, anyways, dude, I, I think what if what if the fact that I mean. Just think of like uh, from the mental, the mental aspect. I came back down and I was like the happiest. I, I, just, I just felt amazing. And I was like, dude, the biggest muscle that you have on your body has never been exposed to the sun until just now. Do you think that makes a difference for, I mean, your skin? And your skin's your largest organ, right? So you got the largest organ, Um, covering the biggest muscle, and it's never had the magic of vitamin D. And vitamin D, sunlight, man, that's, Hippocrates would tell you that's the number one thing to get your immune system going. That's a whole, Teddy could do a whole podcast about Portland and why people are so mentally ill there and sickly looking and weird. Because they never see the sun. They never see the sun for eight or nine months. It's like Gollum. I, 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 Oregon is, whole Pacific Northwest is beautiful in the, in the summer. It's enchanting. It's a magical plush green fantasy land. I mean, just the coast. What is it? Um, there's state park. There's like eight of the world's 11 ecosystems all in that Olympic, Olympic National Park on the far west part of the state there's 8 of the 11 ecosystems in that park there's a rainforest marine so dude there's so much news to get into i mean we launched austintexastimes.com so bookmark that bad boy cuz teddy dropped the hammer and saved 20 million bucks should i get into the chicago thing i got to i got to i got to wrap that up just to check that off the box but austintexastimes.com bookmark that shit So yeah, went up to Chicago. My buddy's like, hey, rent free. I'll pay you 200 bucks a day. Um, Yeah, you can live rent free in Wicker Park. You know, it's like the hipster, coolest neighborhood to live in the Midwest. Um, It's like the Brooklyn, Williamsburg, I'll describe it like Silver Lake. Um, and, and, And so it was like, it was a business trip and he wanted me to help him launch his paper. So I'm like, dude, as long as I have two hours to work on this Austin site and my substack and podcast, I'll help you out with whatever we need to do. He was like, I'll pay you, you know, 800 bucks for the website, 200 bucks a day to help me with my basketball hoop thing. I'm like, dude, I'm going to go up there, live rent free, make a couple Gs. Worst case scenario, if a bullet comes through the window after like the fifth or sixth day, I'm, I'm out of there. So I was super excited, hadn't seen my buddy. We kept in touch all this time. I had friends who went down to Mexico and he totally carte blanche access to this mansion that he was a concierge in. So that's an important thing to keep in mind is Tony's job, if you wanna call it that, for the previous 15 years, was his dad methodically over 20 years built a mansion in Mexico. And Tony ended up being the concierge. It was like an Airbnb. You could rent the 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 villa. Um, and I'm not going to dox him. I'm not going to say the last name. I'll just keep it at Tony. And he's too addled. Well, I'm a, I'll just drop it. Tony came back from Mexico with like a over-the-top, less-than-zero, like almost a comically over-the-top cocaine addiction to the point where I seriously thought I was on candid camera or reality camera or he was fucking with me or just like it 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 was so over the top and I should bring Charlotte back on I think I've got to bring her back on if you thought she laughed a lot during the during the Woody Harrelson episode you are not going to believe how much she laughs when I tell you how addicted the to coke Tony was so um, this dude wasted my time, lied to me by the second or third day. I was like, I got to get the hell out of here. There's no money coming in. He didn't even have hot water. He chose Coke over hot water. His cousin was going to fix it. He's every all the money that came in went to Coke. So keep it keep this in mind. He's in Mexico, basically on a 15-year vacation and a gram of Coke in Mexico Costs like fifteen or twenty bucks, and and here it costs like a hundred and fifty. So imagine that that savings. So imagine you're going through fifty, sixty dollars of coke a day, down there. You get back up here. After your dad sells the mansion, you're forced to move back to Chicago. All of a sudden, your coke habit's like three hundred dollars. Chicago prices. Probably three. I swear to God, he had to do. He, he he was doing a couple hundred dollars worth of cocaine a day, a day. I mean, three hundred bucks. I mean, and then he would just disappear for hours at a time. By the third day, I'm like, dude, what are we doing here? I'm gonna die in like the next like forty years. This is like, and I'm and I'm gonna get too old to do shit in like thirty years. I go, I don't even know how many good summers I have left, man. Twenty five. The clock's ticking on this. You know, we're getting close to summer. What are we doing? I could have had your website up and running. So anyways, after three days, I walked around there, but I got to research it. And Chicago's just an, a nightmare. Um, all the signs were pointing to while was there like Cook County, Illinois leads nation in number of people who moved out of the county. 300,000 in the last five years. Only L.A., is w- was higher, but just while I was there, oh my God, swarming crimes, that's the whole thing, In Austin is still one-on-one crimes, you know, one-on-one, no, in Chicago, they're like, it's like speed, you know, like speed dating, it's like speed robbery, where for these guys, 15 to 22 year old black guys, it seems as the demographic, every single time, they just drive around, and bam, every every 90 seconds, three minutes, they get out of the car, swarm you. All of a sudden, four dudes with ski masks and hoodies have guns in your face, and they say, give me everything that you have. Wallet, keys, PIN number. What are you going to do? You can't fight back. They're going to shoot you in the knee, shoulder, face, or kill you. So they're literally, dude, from like, 7 20 a.m to 7 50 a.m there's 11 crimes while i was there angry black woman just started getting out of her car pulling up to the park there's woke white women who still are for some reason living in chicago and by themselves outside and this woman's like how would you like your red pill served up with a louisville slugger biatch and literally was like grabbing them by the hair for no reason for no reason imagine you're sitting there doing jumping jacks in the park and all of a sudden this angry black woman pulls up like are you looking at me like no i'm not dude there was women pushing strollers imagine you're taking your kid for a walk it's the first 70 degree day in chicago since like september of 2022 and all of a sudden this angry black woman pulls up like bitch today's just not your lucky day How would you like your red pill served with a Louisville slugger across the face? Like, she was either beating them down, pulling their hair, or literally had a baseball bat. So, I don't blame this woman. I blame the media. The media is stoking racial tension. It's, 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 I blame the media. That's why I'm declaring, uh, just to get back to Austin, Texas Times. So, anyways, I told, I I was like, I gotta get the hell out of here. I was in Chicago for maybe 10 days. Let me wrap up the Chicago thing real quick, then we'll dive back into the rest of this stuff. We're only 13 minutes into it. I don't know. The sunshine on my shoulders just makes me happy, as John Denver would say. So seriously, man, if you haven't got outside, especially ladies, get take your shirt off. You know, I I seriously don't understand. Like, just based on vitamin D, I I think we should pass a law: all women should be able to walk around topless. Come on. So I have a great article coming up on Austin Texas Times. We we, we probably don't want to pass it in Austin because so many women are getting attacked on the Greenbelt. And uh, I'm I, I've got I've got so many stories that are going to drop here on Austin Texas Times. But let me wrap up the Chicago. What were the good things? You know I went on two epic walks. I'm talking like a half marathon, dude, because I had so much energy. The other thing is I was like dude, I'm going to do, I had so much, so much just stress. I was like, dude, I'm in the city of big shoulders. I am going to do, and I'm passing like big shoulders, yoga, big shoulders, coffee served here. I'm like, you know what? Summer 2023, I'm going to get the buffest, biggest shoulders I've ever had in my life. And I just started doing dumbbell stuff. Everyone wants to know, Teddy, were the shoulders really big in Chicago? No, I didn't see it at all. I didn't see it. Maybe when they were killing animals like cows and, you know, Chicago was 80% of the of the meat and America was killed there. I mean, the history of Chicago is fascinating. The architecture is mind-blowing. The skyline is trippy. The L line, you know, the elevated subway. I mean, that's, you know, you sort of feel like you're in a movie. You just remember all the, all the movies that you have seen that were filmed in Chicago. Um with that train, the ubiquitous train. Probably the biggest shocker is, what you, you realize why they call it the Windy City. If you go from like, you're in the city, like I was three or four miles from the lake, and as you walk down, the temperature drops like, 10 or 15 degrees. Like, it'll, it was like 86 at the airport and like 71 by the lake. And that was like a record high for the day. It was cold up there, dude. It's still in the 40s at night, high 40s, but it's still in the 40s at night. So, the beaches, dude, Chicago, I kicked it at the beach. I think I was only there for one weekend. Yeah, I got there on a Monday, May 1st, and then that weekend, and then I was gone the next week. So, yeah, I drove 11, you know, tw- almost 1,200 miles straight through and then helped Tony all that day. I thought he was just. In the zone, and we were, and we were helping him um, sell furniture. No, the whole first day we were posting his dad's furniture on offer up so he could sell it for Coke. I thought he was selling it because he's like, Yeah, I have more furniture out in the suburban place. We're going to move in. I don't like this furniture. No, 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 no. no. So I'm, I'm about ready to wrap up the Chicago stuff and dive and back into it. But I, the one thing I do want to mention 24 miles of the 27 miles of Chicago Lakefront is beach or park dude it it is seriously beautiful just to be chilling at the beach and the skylines just like bam right there water was cold as shit i mean we're talking 49 degrees fahrenheit so i was shocked to see the temperature in the lake can get up into the into the low 70s so it is swimmable And there's psychos up there that are just... That they, you know, they're Polar Bear 365. They they swim in it, which I think is probably really invigorating. It's probably great for your body to do that. So, anyways, Chicago, nice place to visit. Definitely wouldn't want to live there. Holy shit, like... I was like, let me ride the L before I leave. And I went down, you know, sometimes you walk upstairs to access it. Sometimes you go into a subway thing. Like, it's pretty... The only city in America, and I've been to all the big ones, that compares is New York City, where you have 24-hour thing. The only problem with the L is the cars smell like pee. So here's the deal. It's too cold to be homeless. The tents that they give out are like military-grade tents because there's no way you can survive without your feet needing to get amputated. So um, at the the homeless, a lot of them just ride the train, all day, and they pee on there and smoke cigarettes. There's just no enforcement. I saw less police in Chicago just, like, hanging out, making sure everything's cooler, just driving around, than in Austin before they had to call on the state troopers. And in Austin, it just felt like there was there was no cops. In Chicago, you literally, and the criminals know, that they can get away with anything. Carjacking, um, 93% of the people who... Carjack, never get caught. Ninety-three percent and the seven percent who do, Kim Fox is not even giving him a slap on the wrist. She's giving him two Cubs tickets and uh and a gift card, Amazon gift card. So and then Brandon Johnson, uh, you know, that was the main thing when I was like before Easter Lake, this doesn't seem good. And then it was just free rent. Automatic money. Tony sold it like a cokehead um, who just wanted me to come up there and build his website. So I seriously think he wanted it so he could do barter trades for food and stuff like that. Hey, I'll give you a free ad in my paper if you give me like 10 burritos. Anyways, um, so anyway, there, there was no cops. You just felt like um, if a George Floyd video came out again, part two. Uh, in May 2023, it would be the worst city to be in. Like, I was doing research. MLK was like, yeah, the people in Alabama, Mississippi, the black people are super pissed, but I have never seen the level of just anger and hatred that I saw in Chicago. And you just felt it, man. And uh, there's the, the, the morale for the police. You all saw them get attacked, you know, with water bottle bottles and you know, then the Millennium Park, and they're outnumbered. Dude, if you're a business owner, you're getting the hell out of there. Like, just the sushi place right down the street or Thai place, you know, gotten broken into, like, four times in three weeks. Guy throws a brick through the window, and the cops are like, what do you want us to do? Here's a link to armor glass. Like, they can't stand watch in front of every restaurant 24-7, Trying to find a guy, you know, dressed, you know, in a hoodie and a mask who throws a thing like when there's murders all over the place that that's just not going to happen. And so the mayor, Brandon Johnson, last week, he, he releases like his psycho plan and he's basically going to charge the, the corporations too much to do business there. They're all going to leave And then they suggest, hey, we can, you know, there's a a thousand vacancies, a thousand vacancies on the Chicago police force. They go, hey, we can eliminate those a thousand. That'll save us three hundred and thirty million dollars. Like everything's nice and safe right now. So let's let's just eliminate those a thousand. That'll save three hundred thirty million bucks from the budget. And then we can cut the police budget by nine percent each of your four years in office. And redirect that money to having a nurse in every school. Like, how how the fuck does that equation work out? Like, hey, the way to make Chicago safer is if we eliminate a thousand police positions and then lower the budget by nine percent every year for four years, and then we'll use that money to put nurses in every school. Like, what? That is just two totally different. It's criminal justice in one thing, and it's just two different buckets, and public health in another thing, like, it doesn't have anything to do with, with, with either one, it's like the cause and effect of that, all it's just gonna do is make Chicago more s- unsafe, and just the random, dude, there's just random, I saw 62-year-old girls, and it's happening like, nine in the afternoon, you know, nine in the morning, two in the afternoon, guy's riding his bike downtown some dude just randomly that's the whole thing is the random anger this guy's riding his bike in the south loop area one of the most popular places to ride your bike in chicago and some guy comes out of nowhere bam attacks him with a construction sign knocks him off the bike then picks up the bike and starts beating the man with his own bike so it's really all about how you want to get your red pill served up for these super elite, woke urban women. Because, and and, and and men, soy boy, what's happening right now in Portland, Seattle, San Francisco, is you have a lot of, back in the day, they'd say, hey, you either were a victim of a crime or everyone knew somebody who was a victim of a crime. You were one degree of separation, now, everyone has their own personal horror story of something terrifying that happened to them, whether it was a property crime, an assault and that's the worst feeling is chicago most of the most of the exploring I did was during the day, but the worst feeling is it's at night you're on a subway platform um you're the only white person down there, and the media is telling you telling the black people that White supremacy is the biggest problem, and white extremists. And I have a shaved head, man. And so there's, a, I would say, there's like three, three to eight percent of all black people think anyone automatically, any guy with a shaved head. I don't know, maybe The Rock and Rogan sort of counteractive, but oh, he's a he's a he's a skinhead or something, as opposed to a follically challenged follically challenged person who would like nothing better than to have a full head of hair. So, folks, you're tuned into episode fifty-five-zero milestone episode of the Teddy Roosevelt Show. Available on Spotify, iHeart. Tune in, radio, and Apple Podcasts. TeddyRoosevelt.substack.com is the website. Follow me on Twitter at underscore Teddy Roosevelt. And getting back to the Austin stuff. So. When I did the Urban Alchemy thing, I was like, man, cause a lot of my, I have nationwide followers, man. I've lived in 18 states. I think that's the record for anyone who's not like a college football position coach or in the military, 18 states. I'm no trust fund baby, man. I I had to shoestring it. And they're like, hey, you know, never move to a strange place unless you have what? Three months of savings or six months of savings? Dude, I've pulled into Colorado with like, three days worth of savings and I'm just like in Denver the first year of legalization when I was in Phoenix it started getting hot as hell like literally the place that they describe in the Bible and I'm like Colorado just legalized weed how much better would it be to spend the summer in Colorado up in the mountains and I hadn't been to Denver since spring break in college and so what they legalized it in 2014 drove up there I'm just like failure's not an option bro Like, failure's not an option. Like, you're getting a job in a place, like, in the first 72 hours. And that's just, if if failure's not an option, there's a lot of people. Look at all the people coming across the border, man. Well, they're getting handouts. That's a whole other podcast. So, we're launching a new substack and a new podcast. So, I'd mentioned during the Urban Alchemy one last August, hey, I've got Nationwide. Listeners, I got to spin off the Austin stuff. I don't want to make the Teddy Roosevelt show all about... Everything going on in Austin and alienate people in the other 49 states, even though Austin is a microcosm of everything going on in these Democrat-controlled cities. From the homeless crisis to we've got our own Soros-backed DA, Jose Garza, and, um, and, and we defunded the police more than any other city in America money-wise. $150 bucks, and they celebrated and cheered. So I do want to mention today in the Wall Street Journal, Alan Dershowitz, who if you can't tell by his last name, is a Jewish man, wrote a brilliant editorial defending Elon Musk because people are calling him an, an, an anti-Semite for having the audacity to criticize George Soros. That's their That's their go-to. I sent a tweet about this. That's their go-to thing. Oh, no one ever tries to defend... This evil demon, demonic, uh, the man who broke the Bank of England, the atheist Jew who collaborated with the Nazis and got his fellow Jews killed. Like, dude, as soon as you do the research, it's like when you're reading the real Dr. Anthony Fauci by RFK Jr., you're just like, dude, whatever your lowest expectation as far as the, mora- the you know, morality, ethics, and doing the right thing, Dude, turn it down to zero if it goes to negative numbers. From Fauci to Bill Gates, and certainly for George Fucking Soros. So Alan Dershowitz just said, "Dude, Soros is the number one political donor." You know, besides Sam Bankman fraud, I still can't get over that. No, he's sort of still getting a pass, right? Watching porn, porn hub at his parents in Stanford right now, playing video games. Um, so Dershowitz is like, "Dude, you can't, you can't do that, like." First of all, Soros, an atheist Jew, that's like a vegetarian carnivore. Isn't that sort of part of being Jewish as you believe in God? He's stated many times, I don't believe in God. Well, so you're wearing your Jewish identity as a a shield or we're just talking about the racial component um, or the ethnic component. So George Soros is just an evil person. Elon Musk is totally 100% right in criticizing him. And you gotta you gotta you gotta hand it to Elon like cause a couple months ago he's you know, I don't agree with everything he does or says he promoted the mRNA vaccine. But the United States of America sure as hell is a better place for him buying Twitter, defending free speech, and just totally dismantling the freaking hypocritical media. Man, they're all a bunch of hacks. We're we're living in the decade of The complete collapse of traditional mainstream journalism and the rise of citizen journalism. Gotta give a shout out Clinton Rary um, and Christina Rary during my Chicago back and forth thing. You can follow Clinton on Twitter at Clinton Rary and Christina uh, Rary at Dutch Girls Grow. Kind enough to... Dude, they got four dogs. They're trying to sell their house. They're moving, trying to have a child. They, you know, they, they've they got things going on. And they graciously let Teddy, when I was just unsure what was going on, and Christina was like, it sounds like Tony's on coke. I've worked for somebody who was on coke. She warned me. And I'm just like, look, he's going to fix my car. He's giving me all the gas money. If it sucks, I'm going to come back. So... I cannot thank the Rari's enough. My favorite deficit. And I locked my keys in my car twice. Clint. In three days. Dude, I haven't locked my keys in my car since Colorado. Like the third day there, I was so stoned because it was like a kid in a candy store and I ate like two chocolate bars. And the edibles, even the most experienced donors, have a story about the edibles uh, kicking their ass. So, yeah, that was the last time I locked my keys in my car. Did it two times Totally sober in three days. Clint had the freaking locksmith kit and comes and bails my ass out. It would have been a hundred, 150 bucks. Of just th- that's one you just oh, you just want to punch yourself in the face for that. So, Clint and the Rarys uh, Christina, I don't know the favor deficit's too big, but I can't thank you enough for letting me stay there because Teddy can get loud. And especially with Christina and Clint was like busy saving the world. You know, I've mentioned um, how he exposed Act Blue. I think that was my last one. So getting into the Teddy, biggest, biggest Clint Clint inspired me too. I'm like, I got to get back. And I'm just seeing this guy. He is relentless. He's going to the Texas state capitol there just in plain view, both of them, to protest these Dude, I don't even know what's going on. The pedophilia um, in the schools. I just saw another teacher child porn in Austin. I mean, there is. People are like, oh, if the if the economy collapses, if the debt thing, there's going to be what kind of war? A race war? A class war? No, the war. The next war might be gays versus trans. Get your popcorn ready for that shit. If you thought bum fights was was fun to watch in the early days of the internet. Trans versus gay. So, Andrew Sullivan, you know, just old guard, um, Republican. He's been on the internet since the internet basically was started in the 90s. One of the first uh, uh, bloggers out there. He's just like, dude, these trans people are ruining all. He goes, if you look at the progress from gay people for gay people from Stonewall through Will and Grace to now, it's the greatest civil rights advancement greatest civil rights movement um you know obvious you know in the in the last 50 years the 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 racial i think he he draws the line you know when when black people got their freedom or slavery ended or jim crow ended or you name it so he's just saying that that there's a lot of gay people that are super pissed because the trans activists had to bring kids into it he's like that is a no-go that is a no-go thing with the, with the kids for everybody. And they just simply don't understand how TikTok distorts the Overton window so, to such an extreme that if you've seen 50 videos in a row with Dylan Mulvaney-esque people talking about their transition and puberty blockers at age 12 and all this stuff, you think that's just acceptable, normal discourse for society. No, 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 no. It's not. So you're going to see a lot of... Andrew Sullivan's like, look, you're going to get called names. You're going to get called a... What is it? A turf? That's the thing. A trans, whatever. He's just like, no, sorry. This is a deal breaker. You guys are crossing the line and you're actually going to... He, he feels they're reversing the, pro, the, the progress that's been made. Because hardcore fundamentalist uh, religious people there's who were never down with the whole gay movement in the first place they go all right here's our window to send everything back to the stone age so that's 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 the one war so what was the big news here I, and again clint thank you and you, they went down to plain view he inspired me to kick ass because this dude's like relentless working texas texas house he's like yep i'm down at the capitol and i'll just start joking like where's clint at the capitol yep Like, he was just relentless going down there every single day. So that's how it has to be done, man. Like, if you look around, who's going to say anything? Who's going to do anything? It's mirror time, man. It's up to us. We are at the precipice of the abyss. As Marco Levin says, we are in the abyss, and we're surrounded by Marxists. The Marxist takeover of all of our institutions. Look at the deep state. Look at big tech. Look at the education system. It was a slow... Slow burn, and then all at once. But as I mentioned on Twitter, man, hubris will be their downfall. because the, and, they're, and they're just fucking stupid. So Austin City Council, item 23. Teddy's biggest um, scalp that he put on the fucking wall ever. $20 million. Don't ask me. Ask Mayor of Austin Twitter, Adam Lowy. Ask Austin City Councilwoman Mackenzie Kelly. Thank you, Mackenzie for taking that ball. I I just set it up. Just put a nice fat one over the plate for you to just belt over the fence. Um, two-part bombshell on AustinTexasTimes.com. Did I mention I'm launching a pod- podcast for Austin, Texas Times? So don't worry, folks. In Philly, Arizona, Phoenix, Colorado. It's not going to be all Austin all the time. We're going to spin another one off. As I said, I was. Dude, if anything, I'm guilty of being over-ambitious. I got a list of 10 story ideas. I am not, dude, I'm not some trust fund baby. I have no money coming in. I have no safety net. When shit hits the fan, I either have to suck it up or beg the rarest to let me sleep on the most comfortable guest bed ever. Um. So, yeah, dude, sometimes you just got to put, put all your chips to the table and just get after it. So that's what we're going to do as we um, kick off the Austin News Wars 2023. You know, these motherfuckers, man, Teddy has saved, Teddy Roosevelt, my online persona, has now saved Austin taxpayers, at least just off the top of my fucking head, $40 million. Three, so we had MEA promos, August slash September 2020, that was $3.9 million. Sherry Matthews, total COVID griff scam, they wanted to spend $15 million on COVID marketing and PR, got that thing yanked out of there thanks to citizen outrage and now this one where people in Austin are super pissed about the homeless crisis now creeping into the yards it's 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 the same with Portland where if the homeless people are terrorizing you they're going through your garbage they're staring at your kid when she you know he or her is playing in the front yard you hear these nightmare stories about abductions um, you might see them naked or they're on method they are just acting like they're out of their mind. It's a three one call if a homeless guy, you know, naked homeless guy takes a dump on your front porch and runs away. You could have the ring footage. You could say, this is the third time this guy's taken a dump on my front porch. Oh, sorry, that's a 311 call. So anyways, what happens is they let these um, Jamie Hammond who who does the dash, Documenting um the Austin homeless camps. I mean, you can just see after floods and rains, it's just disgusting, man. Austin, the park system and the greenbelt system used to be the jewel of the city. That was a major factor for me moving here. Like, dude, the green belts and Barton Springs and going back, you know, that walk from Barton Springs walking the whole way. You know, down the green belt, and I just remember, and you'd like come out into this clearing, and like there's people playing acoustic guitar and smoking weed and swimming, and the most beautiful girls you've ever seen are hanging out in the water. And think about it now: there's 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 needles, there's trash, there's human waste. It's just disgusting. And there's abandoned camps, people just uh, uh, bail. There's fires, propane. Just basically every single thing you wouldn't want in your watershed, the homeless are, like, great at producing tons of that. So item 23 in the Austin City Council agenda last week was going to earmark 20 million bucks divided evenly amongst three companies to clean up homeless camps. The city in the, in the RFP, they called an invitation for proposal. I just use RFP request for proposal. That just is what everyone else uses. So, they, they admit, hey man, these camps are dangerous, toxic, they're a health hazard, you know, the watershed, animals, you name it, we need people to clean these. And Lord knows the citizens want them cleaned up. Um, besides being an eyesore, it's like, dude, you can get sick, this stuff's going in the lake. How is the brotilla supposed to survive a summer in Austin if the lake... Is contaminated with homeless poop I mean it's just dude it's, it's out of a movie, so what do they do? Two of the companies that I researched I mean one p squared services dude, it was just the biggest joke, fictitious company. There needs to be a next level investigation, man. I think they just set it up as a shell company as a fraud company, somebody who's a friend of a friend of someone in the city government on the city council or whatever. That's like a Department of Justice FBI investigation if they weren't all fucking compromised deep state jabronis, politically biased jabronis. Durham Report, I could do an eight-part fucking podcast series on that. We were right the whole time. Trump was right the whole time. All those impeachments, both of them, should be nullified and removed. Whatever the process is, oh, there's no process to remove impeachment. Well, this is extraordinary, we have grave concerns, grave concerns, about how history will import and you know interpret Trump's presidency when you guys concocted and masterminded Hillary and Obama concocted and masterminded this giant scant political fucking um, hoax to discredit Trump. I mean, dude, we need to have hearings. If it, it, it's all rhinos, man, it's all the Uniparty. Ted Cruz got – he's like, hey, I'm, I'm going to investigate uh, if Bud Light actually was marketing the miners with uh, the Dill Mulvaney. Who gives a fuck? Bud Light's – dude, their sales are 25%. We, we've got that one covered, uh, uh, Ted. We don't need your help uh, further punishing Bud Light. You know what we do need? Some fucking hearings, and you're a lawyer. We need you to grill the shit out of Hillary Clinton and Obama in the Senate chambers, bro that's what we need and you just wonder you know what what tape do they have on Ted Cruz I mean wasn't Ted Cruz like didn't he like a video like three hours after 9-11 like a porn video or something like it was the timing like he liked a video I don't know or was like right after the power grid went out or something like dude everyone's got their little thing that's why Teddy is the number one person to take over Austin News because I don't give a fuck what they say about me I will talk trash on myself worse than any of these jabronis will. And you can research some stories, man. I was out of fucking control. Keith Richards and Hunter S. Thompson look like Ned Flanders compared to Teddy in his late teens, early 20s. Ask anyone. I was out of control. Dude, it was the '90s. You know that song "Party Like It's 1999." I took that shit literally on a Tuesday in 1993. Pick a pick a random Tuesday. I guarantee we're getting after it. So I got the police record to prove it. You guys can you guys can have fun googling my real name in all the states if it was pre-internet and trying to dig up as much dirt as you can. But I don't give a fuck what they say. Um, but I am super pissed at taking this personal because. I've saved $40 million for Austin taxpayers in two and a half years. And half the time, I wasn't even here or paying attention to what the hell was going on. I was in Oklahoma for a few months, Arkansas for a few months, um, Florida for six weeks, Arizona for five weeks. So I, And I did not even bring up Austin news one time when I was in Arizona. Um, And we didn't even have the internet for a lot of the time in, in, in Arkansas. So just imagine, oh, and I was kicked off Twitter too. For seven months, from August 2022 until Elon bought it and they put me in the queue. And I think, what, February or March? February. I've been back. So imagine if I was doing this full time. I'm looking for a benefactor. I mean, anyone who wants immediate results and impact, but... I think I'm just going to keep it independent, yo, because I do want it to be a forum for anyone who's just telling the truth, man. Anyone who cares and is telling the truth or wants to expose liars. So I don't want to get into too many of the details. We just hit the 45-minute mark um, of Teddy Roosevelt's show episode 5050. Holy shit, man. It's Monday, May 22nd topless I'm just feeling my energy increase speaking of summer and the sun ERCOT these jabronis you realize like that's another big thing I'm just gonna freaking expose is the climate scam the biggest hoax scam from the data that they're using um the censorship media complex anyone who disagrees or raises questions um the lack of Dude, just just main factors like the Milanovic cycles and how the how the sun is tilted towards the Earth. I mean, dude, that's way more impactful than anything humans are doing. So, ERCOT wind, dude, the wind power um, on the Texas grid. Texas is the leader in the United States, if not the world, for most installed wind power. All out in West Texas is just barren. There's a bunch of wind. Just imagine New Mexico. But for like 500 miles uh, long, there's, there's there's I think, it's 15, 18,000 turbines. Over 10,000. So the installed um, capacity, Max, is 38 megawatts. 38,000. So 38 gigawatts. Uh, 1,000 megawatts equals a gigawatt. So the wind, the max capacity, hitting at all cylinders, thirty-eight thousand megawatts. But for some reason, the summer uh, max capacity is only nineteen thousand six hundred twelve. So the big question is: the summer supposed to be prime time for wind? Where's all the? Where's the other twenty thousand megawatts? And then solar. You figure summer for solar would certainly be the max capacity. It's not. The max ca- installed capacity is nineteen thousand megawatts, and the summer max capacity is twelve thousand six hundred thirty-six. So, where are the missing seven thousand megawatts in the summer for solar? Where are the missing twenty thousand for wind? Do they just not have the stuff to hook it into the into the grid? Um, it doesn't make any sense, but wind is having a, a historically shitty last, like, I don't know, 10 days since I got back from Chicago 10 days ago, checking it out. So you're talking like, what, the max capacity is 38,000. I've seen days where wind was the, in the last week was under a 1,000. It was like 831 megawatts, so under 1%. That's what these jabronis don't realize. It's so unreliable. Oh, do you, buy, do you know what? Solar panels get too hot. Do you know solar panels get too hot during the Texas heat? And they have to be cooled down with water. Like, dude, you, you can't make this shit up. Offshore wind turbines, that's a whole other. There's no way they're building a single one in uh, off, this, off, the, off the coast of Galveston. I got a couple of years before they're actually doing the pile driver, the first pile driver. Mark my words, there's never going to be one of those, Bill. I will make it my life's mission. Um, So I'm fighting for the birds, the animals. The next bombshell I'm dropping on the Austin Aquarium will shock you to your core. This one's probably going to get picked up internationally. I might have to send it to the Daily Mail. Like, dude, this aquarium, this woman got attacked by a lemur. Um, at the Austin Aquarium, it's not an aquarium like you're used to. Like most aquariums, there it's affiliated with a museum. It's city run, university run. Um, there's there's some sort of like official affiliation with people with like degrees in marine biology. The Austin Aquarium is a private for-profit aquarium um, run by the Amon brothers, uh, Vince and. Or no, uh, Karina, Kavina. I'm still writing the article. The two guys are Vincent Amon. I want to say Karino. This family, dude, they did the exact same thing in Colorado and Portland. Um, here's how they're getting away with it. And this is going to be, you're, you're hearing it first on episode 50, the Teddy Roosevelt show. Um, one of the first three episodes of the new Austin Texas Times podcast will be about this aquarium. So I don't want to get too big into the details, but this one could get picked up by like the Daily Mail and the New York Post. Because when you put it all together, man, they've been doing this for decades in Colorado, Oregon. I mean, they got kicked out of these states, Colorado, Oregon, because all the animals were dying. The vets were quitting because it was just too cruel um, they had protests, man, like the whole, you know, someone would like the Teddy Roosevelt of Portland or somebody would write an article about it and then there'd be a huge uproar and protests and uh, they, they, they'd they end up uh, showing out for, and, 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 and they'd drive them out of town. Same with Colorado, Littleton, Colorado. And you just look, PETA, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, I'm not totally down with all their radical stuff, but we're on the same page with this one. They have done a hell of a job compiling all the attacks. Here's the deal. When you think of aquarium, you don't think of animals. But you go to their website and it's lemurs, um, two-tailed sloths, um, pigs. It's freaking weird. So these guys illegally acquire animals. They've been busted multiple times, like illegally buying fish off the dock and... Dude, if you're gonna store it in a tank for public consumption, like there's permitting and stuff. No, they'll just like put it in a truck and like ship it up to, to Austin from Florida and like just truck it up there. And in Oregon, they found like, oh yeah, like 200 fish died in five weeks. Like, oh yo, that's just normal attrition for an aquarium. Dude, these guys have been busted. And then the crazy the crazy thing, Better Business Bureau Austin Aquarium has a F because what they do is they'll sign you up for an annual pass. Hey, you can come and visit the Austin Aquarium you know every day of the year for the annual pass. Well, guess what? They make it impossible for you to cancel on their website. You have to cancel in person and then they'll just bill you anyways. So there is a multiple, but the big thing is that Teddy's trying to figure out who somebody, either the state of Texas, because you just see like in Colorado it was like the Parks and Wildlife Commission or it was the local animal control or the animal shelter. So that's the whole thing is I think they're operating in this gray area where no agency knows how to regulate a privately held aquarium. But, um, you know, the woman who Charlene from Kansas, she was down here, in Austin, on, on vacation Went to the aquarium, didn't read the reviews, got attacked by a fucking lemur. Like, imagine a lemur. I'll put a photo of, a, of it on the on Substack. Um, she gets attacked by a lemur. Same exact thing happened. Oh, by the way, the lemur wasn't vaccinated. Charlene, we've been DMing on Twitter. You know, I was going to do a phone interview with her. She's afraid she's going to break down and start crying. Like, she's freaking totally just getting attacked by an animal isn't a good feeling like what did i do but a lemur dude (laughs) that she's probably never even seen the crazy thing is the austin aquarium website says hey the austin and san antonio aquariums which they both own are the only two places in the united states where you can interact with a lemur so and get attacked by one but if you look at the PETA, um it, a dossier, if you will, it's like, it's like 17 pages and it's every month or two, Littleton, Colorado, Portland, Austin, two-tailed sloth attacks a kid. Uh, mom gets attacked by a pig, um, an otter, an otter. So what's happening? And, and, and you see these vets, like these animals are being kept in dirty, unsanitary conditions. Who knows what, how they, how they treat them, when the lights go off and the last guest leaves for the day. So they're basically creating an environment or they've created an environment where the animals are ready to lash out at these humans who've like taken them away from their habitat, put them in captivity, and then treated them like they did something wrong. So that's the thing. And and I've never been into this place. I, I might have to just go in there with my phone, before I, I pop this out, but uh, everyone says it's depressing. Tanks are dirty. There's like poop floating at the top of the thing. I just don't know how they, how they haven't been shut down. It's got to be a gray area where between the feds, the state of Texas, Travis County, and the city of Austin, everyone else is like the Spider-Man meme. They're all pointing up, oh, Austin Aquarium's your responsibility, your responsibility, your responsibility. And people just keep getting attacked. I mean, in a lot of states, if a dog attacks you unprovoked, you can have that dog put down. If a dog viciously attacks you unprovoked, you can have that dog put down. You can certainly get a lawyer and sue the shit out of the person. So Charlene, we were DMing and she's talking to a lawyer right now. She says she doesn't think she has that good of a case. I think she does. Um, uh, local hack station, KVU, covered it. Um, um, they didn't go into all the other stuff that Teddy's going to drop about the Colorado, Oregon, all of their criminal, I think it's 87 criminal charges, different times. These two brothers, 87, and they're still allowed to like operate like a public, you know, something open in the public in Austin. I mean, that's the thing. Every citizen should be outraged. And embarrassed that Austin's reputation is being tarnished by this aquarium of horrors. I mean, dude, just just the I mean, the animal thing pisses me off. I mean, between the offshore wind turbines and then these guys, uh, there's not going to be any aquatic life left. But it pisses me off with the, how they're treating the animals. Um, it's been going on for a decade that various news hacks have. Called out the Austin Aquarium, but no one's put it together and dropped the bazooka like Teddy's about to do and just make it go national. I'm going to get these bastards shut down. Mark my words. You heard it here first on the Teddy Roosevelt Show. By June 1st, what's the day, May 22nd, within 10 days, Teddy's going to have that place condemned and shut down. I guarantee it's going to be the talk of the town in the next 48 hours. So Charlene... Um, said she wants to talk to her lawyer first. She, she already gave the story to KVU. She said it's too traumatic for her to do a phone interview. She's afraid she's going to break down. She's embarrassed. So she's going to write down everything that happened and send it to me in a DM. And then I should have that article up on AustinTexasTimes.com. Like I said, we're doing a sub stack so you can subscribe there if you want to get all the Austin stuff in addition to all the Teddy stuff. And so I will just maybe on the Teddy Roosevelt Show for future things go, hey, over at Austin, Texas Times, I just interviewed Brad Swale, who is lined up this week to, for one of the inaugural episodes. Hey, I just interviewed Mackenzie Kelly about item 23, you name it. So I can give you a heads up if there's something interesting. There's always something interesting going on in Austin. And we have a lot of national stories. The New York Post is actually doing a better job of covering Austin news. And that's why I launched this this site. These Gen Z, Millennial hacks, man. Seriously, has any citizen journalist in the a citizen or citizen journalist in the United States of America saved as much money for a city in the dec- this decade as me? No. No, it's it's it, forty million dollars, man. And that again, I was only paying attention for maybe a year and a half. The, re- the other, I was gone for a year. So, it's just time to take over. They suck. The Statesman and the Chronicle, I'm just going to absolutely dismantle them for trying to lecture us on the climate when they have the biggest climate footprints in town. I don't care what, you know, the, the New York Times, what the first issue was like in the 1860s. So, newspapers, the business model existed before Texas was even a state. You know, women didn't even have the right to vote when they when this business model. The first editions of The Statesman were delivered by horseback and freaking stagecoach. And they called it Statesman because women were second-class citizens. So I'm just going to dismantle the fact that from the production with the paper and the ink to the labor-intensive driving around to get their stories to delivering it all over and then there's so many unused copies that people never read so we need to just hey it's 2023 Austin wants to be carbon neutral these people say the planet is so important to them you guys offer last week's news yesterday I mean every time you read a newspaper like dude I knew about this 24 or 48 hours ago why did I even get this or why did I even open this um they're not creating a single news, new newspaper reader under the age of 30. So it's not a matter of if, but when these two dying dinosaurs, you know, their dying carcasses just get put out to pasture where they belong. So the fact that they haven't given Teddy proper attribution, that's just an unethical hack. And KVU basically stole the story. Ryan Altulo. City reporter for the Statesman's like, oh, Mackenzie Kelly and her staff really do a good job of of, of, of going through the city council agenda with a fine-tooth comb. Like, motherfucker, she read about that on um, Austin, Texas Times. I sent her a text like, yo, Mackenzie, I just dropped this bomb. You might want to—here's a quick heads up. I, I, Mackenzie deserves all the credit in the world for pushing the ball over the goal line but for this jabroni to not even acknowledge where it was because they're jealous and they're lazy and they have no talent and teddy's gonna take them to the woodshed in one of the most entertaining months so austin we've had a lot of annoying months in the 2020s get your fucking popcorn ready because teddy's been strategizing this and uh Dude, they even, okay, so they didn't credit me. They've called me a racist because I was in a photo where two random anonymous Antifa dudes with moobs jumped into the photo, photobombed it. They throw up the okay symbol and all of a sudden everyone's in a race. You know, how come you didn't look to the left and the right to see these two Proud Boys photobomb? And now, oh, well, since they did that, that must mean that you're a racist. Think about that and all the media ran with that up oh, racist racist these guys are all white supremacist up oh, hey Mackenzie, do you denounce the proud boys like how dare you it was salem witch trials man it was the crucible do you denounce white supremacy when these people are like are you fucking kidding me like are you fucking kidding me so it's just not fair the way they're ganging up on people they don't research jack shit and all the good work, Johnny K 2000 on Twitter, Blue Canaries, whatever, is just being done by citizens. So I'm just going to make it official. I've got to stop moving. I promised multiple people on the drive back. I pretty much talked the whole way back from Chicago. No more moves. No more moves. The only time I'm leaving Texas, wedding, funeral. Holiday vacation and work trip that with a very lucrative thing. I mean, someone has to really make it wor- worth my while to do that. But, you, dude, you go to Illinois, and you just realize you want as soon as you cross the the state line, one of the nicest rest areas you'll ever see on Route 69, crossing the Oklahoma border, you just want to kiss the Texas terra firma when you cross the state line because, dude, there's a lot of states that are upside down backwards and in texas we still got a freedom we still got a liberty and freedom seriously two of the most fucking important things that you could have and you just see dude all around chicago if you're in the they call them the collar counties like the ghostbusters symbol that red thing with a slash it's like chicago taxes like make sure you buy all your stuff here because when you go into town literally everything got marked up by like everything gas was five bucks a gown in chicago is like four dollars in the collar counties it's on three dollars here in texas so dude the grand experiment of the cities i think chicago is going to be the next detroit um man i've got a huge ass list of more topics and i already went through all of them or i already ran up ran ran out of time it's uh 63 minutes and plus with the music and the beginning and the end, and you know how a garage band gets. So I'm calling it an episode episode 50 blockbuster, halfway to a hundred. Halfway to a hundred. Thanks for your patience. It is Monday, May 22nd. Teddy That's some other ship. You subscribe there, you'll get the podcast as soon as they hit the internet, an hour before they hit the streaming platforms. So if you can't wait to get that. Next dose of Teddy's knowledge, wisdom, and truth bombs. Go ahead and and subscribe. Twitter's probably the best way. Keep up with the daily activity and what's going down. At underscore Teddy Roosevelt. A lot of podcast subscribers use the streaming services. Teddy Roosevelt shows on Spotify, iHeart, TuneIn, and Apple. Take your pick, bro. I don't know how to get it on title. I haven't really looked. I don't know anyone who has title. So, um... What else? AustinTexasTimes.com. Bookmark it, baby. We're going to have the new podcast, the new substack, and a bunch of other cool stuff. And I'll try and get back here on the mic before Memorial Day. Is it already Memorial Day weekend this weekend? Holy crap. Um, Hey, I hope everyone's having a phenomenal month of May. It's kicking into overdrive the last week of May so we can kick back and enjoy Memorial Day. I feel tremendous after getting an hour of vitamin D. Out here at Brushy Creek Lake Park. First topless lakeside episode of 2023. Hopefully not the last. Y'all have a great day. I'll talk to you soon. Peace.